Welcome everybody to the Polarized Pod. It's we're back. We're back. We're doing sequels. It's 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 the twos. It's summer. It's hot out. The movies are big and the sequels are even bigger. <laughs> um well yeah, so Polarized Pod, that's this. Welcome. Uh this is a this is a podcast about polarizing movies. Polarizing movies in the sense of a rotten tomato score. Sometimes critics love it and audiences hate it or vice versa. Those are the movies that we talk about on this podcast. Today we're talking Rush Hour 2, 2001, Rush Hour 2. Uh, the scores for this is a 51% stinky, stinky from the stinky, critic. Thank you. <laughs> Who doesn't and- <laughs> Where, I haven't met this per these people. Yeah, they, I, 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 I don't think that. Yeah, I think it's an internet conspiracy. Um, mm-hmm. And seventy four percent from the audience, which weirdly I think is kind of on the. I would have assumed higher because um, again, yeah, who sure. are these people that don't like this movie? But we will get into it. It's not going to just be me. You heard some uh, murmurings from the other people that are going to get involved in this mur- conversation. Murmur, murmur, murmur. <laughs> uh first off i'm gonna introduce my co-host or sometimes we call him the forever guest <laughs> mr james Lindsay. how's sometimes, it going sometimes forever always the guest baby i'm back <laughs> i'm uh i'm so happy and excited to talk about this movie and this is going to be one of those that i'm already just saying it's it's going to be one of like the nine of the roxbury episodes or the the super trooper episodes where it's going to be it's going to be hard to yeah right <laughs> which is yeah, oddly why we can't understand the 51 percent already <laughs> yeah it's uh a little confounding and it's uh, a highly successful sequel and it's sequel summer baby we're doing sequel summer and and uh, we're doing yeah. sequels we're doing we're doing we're doing sequels over here uh it's it feels good i was it does it feels great it feels good <laughs> I've been just having it. such a good time. Yeah, I would. Rec- yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10, 100 percent do sequels during the summer. Yeah. It's just like. It's like a great combination. <laughs> what are some other good combinations? Ooh, a great, great combination. Peanut butter, peanut butter jelly. Yes. Peanut, peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. That's a good that's a good baseline. Uh, mm. I mean, sequels in the summer. That's that's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three. <laughs> What is what's a good what's a good pairing? Hanging James, out for with you? your buds and talking about <laughs> movies. I don't know. That's pretty good combo. Oh, one of the best combos out there in the game. Move over chocolate and peanut butter, and also hanging out with the buds and talking movies. That's the combo. I think we know the other answer. If I can add a fourth, and <laughs> they are in this movie. OMG, James, that was good. I know we're back on track. We almost walked right past that one. (laughs) (laughs) Had to go back. The the egg on our face if we didn't talk about the other greatest combo ever, Mr. (laughs) Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. What a duo. But you know what? Let's get you've heard her already. Let's get the guest in. Uh, First time on the pod. friend in real life kirsten how's it going yeah. it's going well it's going well it's my first podcast so <laughs> let's go very cool oh yeah 
it's it's been it's our first uh podcast as as a whole but uh we i feel like we've had a lot of people on their first episodes as well and this is i feel like i don't uh-huh. know always it, there's like always little goose goose pimples what was that That's it's from, yeah like it's before, like performing before, a little like, bit you know it's almost like public speaking but uh it's mm, almost yeah. it's a little bit closer to brandon's other podcast uh screaming into the void <laughs> yeah uh, mm-hmm, yeah he just does yeah. on his own occasionally <laughs> uh, oh i need to know about i need to listen to that one. <laughs> No, no, it's nowhere. No, no, no. It's nowhere to be found. It's nowhere. Trust me. It's. I say that I have this other podcast, but it's just me screaming into the void about you know what's going on in the world, how I'm feeling about uh-huh. stuff. I'm just yelling into a void. I feel like once it's in the void, you can't get it back. <laughs> yeah, which is where I wanted to stay. Yes. <laughs> so it works out well that that's the that's the rules of a void. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of like your top episodes on screaming into the void what they would be <laughs> well it's like your like your it hot, just, hot it take says food. government that's just the title of the episode. hot take food opinions <laughs> I, I don't know oh you, oh your oh, yeah. uh, your chowder preferences oh my god yeah my chowder um so my chowder well, like you the prefer, soup, uh, so. what's the red chowder what's that one called the manhattan you style prefer a manhattan chowder or the, <laughs> the tomato base instead of the cream base yeah that's a hot take oh wait I, I knew this about you actually i've heard you say that before have i okay yeah. oh that's your thing oh okay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're just telling that to this everybody manhattan guy. <laughs> yeah, the tomato base or the cream i've definitely i just it. and i drink manhattans too and i'm just obsessed with manhattan and you introduce it's yourself places like, hi my name is brandon <laughs> Brandon Manhattan, how's it going? Brand, Brandhattan? I just changed your name to Brandini. Now I'm to Brandon Manhattan. I know. I'm a man of many names. Is it Brandon Man or Brandhattan? Is that is that a little too wordy? I don't know. Which one's it's better? very sweaty, but I love it. Brandon Manhattan. Brandon Manhattan. Brandon Manhattan. You got like a multiple drinks going. You got the breezy Brandini, you got the Brandon Manhattan. A breezy brandini. I need to get a, a breezy brandini. I haven't had one. Have I had one? Brandini. It's it's just an aperol spritz with up. a high noon in it. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. I think that we should drink those at like a yeah. right. Put that They're, on the list. Yeah, we uh, we drank those dangerous. one night and uh, yeah, and sang karaoke through the night on uh, on some of those breezy brandinis. It was a good time. Yeah, it's a good time Ooh. out there. Mm-hmm. But it is a good time. You know what? You know what else is a good time, guys? This movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> this movie, like people, it's crazy that it's even on. Like we've already said that in so many ways, but it's crazy that we're doing it on this podcast. And it's like <laughs> it I is. think it's just yeah. I'm already getting into that part of it. It's got to be a lot of like the comedy, and I guess like critics just get yeah. more like stingy about sequels and the whole like reason for them existing. Sometimes they get like extra critical of like why this should even exist of like oh if you're going to do another one it better be good sort of thing um sure do you think that they're they don't like it because it's this movie's kind of racist slightly racist it is yeah (laughs) i was trying yeah (laughs) it absolutely is yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) and sometimes it's very egregious like oh my god yeah and it's really just chris tucker (laughs) like against jackie just like (laughs) ripping him a new one about a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff and it's it's when that happens uh it's kind of a bummer yes but 
they I don't know the relationship that they have, though, I, I'm obsessed with. And the moment that they have at the end of the movie, I'm like, this is the best. They're like, they're good friends. Like they care about each other. And all the fun things just, that he says to Jackie Chan, like when Jackie Chan, like pauses for a second and then says that thing to back to him in, in that big, I don't know. It like kind of hits in a way that's like, it's so fucking racist. It's start, it almost comes back around to being kind of funny. I don't know. It is kind of funny. It is funny though. It's funny. Because I, like, I, in like the first movie, he does that as I, well. He does like the very, like the thing in the bar where he says the N word in the bar and not knowing what it is. Like there's just this, uh, I don't know, purest, purest sort of qualities to to Jackie Chan's character in this movie in particular, and maybe some other ones too. But um, it's weird that this movie had me thinking: is is there is there like not is there good racism? I think that's terrible wording. <laughs> but is there like is like it being racially aware and making jokes about our differences? is funny or can be funny at least. But it's just it's so weird because it's also just. Um, yeah, it's racist. So <laughs> there's, it's, it, it, there's, I don't know. This movie really had me thinking a lot. There's shit like, that, that wouldn't fly, and it's, it is played for laughs in a way that is, is, can be, you know, pretty offensive. But some of the other stuff is, I think, coming from a little bit more of a Mel Brooks sort of way, if I had to give it the benefit of a doubt and enough great, credit of, of just kind of mm-hmm. like they're going back and forth on, I agree. on every Giving each other shit. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, just giving each other shit. And I appreciate fr- them be- friends do. being in China and Chris Tucker being the fish out of water and him being the weird one. Cause like I that's love, played for laughs yeah. in the first one in, in a racist way of like how, oh, Jackie Chan, like and how they treat him in that movie, which is a great movie as well. But then that's just part of the fish it out is. of water. But the treatment of that character speaks to the racism, I don't know, within the police department and Chris Tucker's character and, and, and just how they interact with him. But that being applied to Chris Tucker in this one. I don't know. I, I kind of appreciate the, the globe trotting aspect as well. I, but. I did too quite a bit. Did you, uh, you're pretty familiar in like the first one too, Kirsten. I saw it recently, but I have to see it again to remember what happened, but I do know that rush hour two is way better than the first one. Hell yeah. I've been like, I don't, I feel like that's the general consensus, right? So this, uh, this falls into a hollowed halls of, uh, you know, the second being better than the first one. I'm trying to think. In Scream Two, they have this very conversation of which one, like, oh, sequels are never are never better than the first one. But this, I Mm. think, they up the ante on everything, and I think it's not such a good point. It's it's more the first one's a little more action packed and serious crime drama in the parts that it's that it should be in a, in a good way, of course, too. This one's just funny. This one is just funny, like funny throughout. I think <laughs> it's just like a really great action. One of the best action comedies, I think, you know, um, Shanghai Noon being an, another one around this time, which I absolutely love. And I love that one, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people that defend Shanghai Nights, you know, and our uh, past guest Christian Rubino loves that. Loves Shanghai Nights. Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura 2, we love that one. We did that on the on the podcast. We love that. Yes. There's some comedies we, uh, like where they kind of are given awesome powers to like I I maybe do a little bit more of the gold member over the spy who shacked me, but they're not bad. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, baby. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> you got Patrick Kimon. Chimone. Come on, Chimone Brandini. Brandini. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's oh man 
but I, 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 I think like yeah sequels for comedies maybe it's a little passable some of the stuff and anting up the the jokes and the comedy and and doing the the trip to china was this i think a smart move and, a smart and, move. and, and, and uh, oh we're getting feedback a little feed. hold on do you want to um, reset real quick yeah, yeah no i think kirsten can you get the headphones yeah oh cool yeah. okay uh we'll be right back okay we're back um should we like get through some of the the plot of the movie i mean we talked about i would, I, I would love that again yeah. i love love the first one just to leave it on that like i was thinking i didn't watch it before this podcast, oh i do want to know kirsten's like, history before we jump into it because yeah. um the re you know i feel like us coming together to talk about this movie here was because of finding out your love for this movie yes so do you like your history with this um do you remember fondly your history of it like when you saw it like we would have been uh, like 11 I, I don't i don't know how old you are but uh i was born in 1990 so i would have been 11 and this came out in 2001 okay. then i was um, 10 okay you were 10 yeah so i you know every line i hear that's a, another fun i fact know i know like the funny lines i guess like i um okay. I honestly couldn't remember the first time I watched it, but I watched oh it a lot. <laughs> a a lot. Uh, was so that on like a have... DVD or uh, on TV? Right yeah, on we, had, we had the DVD. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just like one of those nostalgic movies, you know, you could just throw on and it was always funny. Like last night when I watched it, it was still funny. And I think I watched it recently, like hungover one day. I watched oh, all perfect. the rush hours. Perfect. It <laughs> yeah. is such a, yeah, it's such a feel good like comfort food for the whole fam yeah. family as well yeah and and for it to have so all the, the action and, and everything but not push it too far and some sexual stuff too but it's like a perfect like pg-13 movie i think it is it oh is. that's true yeah that's because uh, that there's some death in this people will get shot and killed right yeah there's explosions terrorist attacks and um yeah wow yeah in, like, packages a lot, and all a lot that of shit. fatalities yeah um shot like yeah there's great squib work uh you know yeah people fucking falling the the shot and i remember seeing it in theaters and it was like we were really excited because rush hour was uh acceptable for me to watch at when that movie came out a few years earlier but yeah me and you know being an 11 year old boy loving action movies i remember going with my next door neighbor and when was it ricky tran uh the yeah. bad guy mm -hmm. falls out of the building and hits the car oh i just remember the whole audience just being like oh and just that oh. that reaction was was great and all the laughs especially what's with the, the line what's the, the line bloopers. after that happens i just oh, i always think the about blooper. the blooper like he's not gonna oh, the the blooper, blooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm saying say it. Gonna be in rush hour three <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, okay yes, yes. <laughs> let's go <laughs> you walk out of that theater and be like man i want to see three right now let's let's go back or do it again yeah man i would yeah. argue like this movie has the best bloopers yes okay it's this one or liar liar i'd say mm, okay but i think i think let's, this one has like it's one of those where like you start quoting the movie and then the bloopers start to get mixed in with if you start quoting it back and forth with your friends. Um, right. Yeah, because the right. Gefilka fish. Gefilka, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't beat that. Legendary. So funny. Yeah. What's, what's this fish called? 
<laughs> what's what's my line again? And when he starts, when he starts imitating it, I just I lose it. Man. And then it's what makes it even funnier is retroactively you think they did not get a good take because they it's, not it's not in the movie. movie. <laughs> right. <That's so> funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny i because again like i when i when that happened like in the plotting of the movie when the, it just cuts after they're like okay we're going we're going home or whatever and, and then it cuts and then they're like at the station or whatever um yeah they just didn't get a good take no. that. he could not say it he couldn't say gefilka fish they cut like yeah. right before it yeah gefilta wait now i, I don't even know it. man i think it's gefilta the- gefilka I think t- is it a K or a T? I think a T. What's the, what's the, <laughs> I, what's okay. the verdict on that? <laughs> we don't even know how to say it. Uh, I the first time what, I heard the word, I feel like was from this movie. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, oh yeah, filter. Yeah, I've never heard it ever again. No. And then I think it's referenced in. I haven't seen all of. I've seen some of three. I should watch three. I love these movies. So I much. wonder why he and got crazy. The, but the, I, I think they reference that in three. He gets to say it at some point. Oh, good for, uh, oh, he does. Yeah, say it. I think so. <laughs> it's so funny how Got that became. Down, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just getting pissed. <laughs> if we had a soundboard, we need that the soundboard figured out. Where I think that that'd be a good good soundboard cue. <laughs> just hit that one. We oh uh, yeah, I'll uh, uh, hunt it down to have, it, mm-hmm. to have a little soundboard cue. For Get us. some shock jock situation <laughs> going for, for both. <laughs> yeah, just press the gefilte button. Mm-hmm. Shaped um, like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> what that I thought that bit in the bloopers. Yeah, the bloopers are great. Um, where somebody calls Chris <laughs> while they're in the middle so of the good. scene and they, and then, like, keeps having the conversation <laughs> and then hands the phone over to Jackie and Jackie's so He's like, You're wasting our film. <laughs> yeah. We're filming right now. <laughs> yeah. That was good. <laughs> Um, his flip phone yeah i I tried to look up at who was calling him but Mm. i god i couldn't find it call me at five (laughs) call me at five (laughs) (laughs) i but i'm dying to know who that was on the other end (laughs) i know for him not to just like look at it and be like i'm not gonna answer my phone he like actually takes the call and was like Mm. no this is an Mm. important call and we're gonna have it at five o'clock so make sure you're ready then but I'm that totally. he immediately goes, I'm looking at Jackie Chan in his face right now. <laughs> 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 immediately hands on the foot. I, there's a part of me. I'm like, is that fake? But I'm, that, yeah, that's me was being, that real? maybe cynical, but or if it is, they're great actors and it's, it's a great scene. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Chris Tucker is just so incredibly charismatic. It's not even funny. <laughs> like yeah. it, he, it just like every pore and fiber of his being is just so, Oh, he's just, it's, yeah. His whole body it has a language to it. He's, he's, yeah. Hilarious person. I love, <laughs> Absolutely. I love, they're two like masters of physical comedy in a way. And Jackie Chan is much more like the action side of things and, and, and mm-hmm. making it humorous. And, uh, he choreographs the movie and, and a lot of the stunts and everything. I think all the stunts and, and, and all, all of it. Great. And helps. I mean, from the behind, little behind the scenes look at it that we that we checked out. It seemed that he had a big hand in directing it, and he's just. I've seen you know montages of his career and 
his ability to instill comedy into action and this run of movies at this time people yeah we're using him a lot for like the buddy like to the duo sort of him like playing off of somebody but i remember seeing like was it the tuxedo i guess he was Uh, working off of like was that jennifer love hewitt um right and and then just shanghai nights like you said yeah shanghai noon and nights and i mean him and owen wilson is a great great pair as well and in a lot of those scenes as well it is yeah like him doing all this badass stuff sometimes clumsily which is part of it but then having someone kind of like being a dimwit and being able to work their way through it and find a way to beat beat the foes while like just tripping over and you know that's like chris tucker and owen wilson a little bit more um Mm -hmm. And I remember, yeah, like I, me and like the neighbor kids, like we just love jumping on the trampoline and, and like watching action movies and shit. And we would watch <laughs> the first one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'd try to reenact like the action movies. And so, so sick. yeah, bro. <laughs> and we'd go on the trampoline. Like, oh, it's like slow motion matrix. Please. Oh, you know, the time. Yeah. Mission Impossible 2 for some reason. I don't know. We love that mm. one. Uh, but this was one yeah. where the first movie that scene in it's like upstairs from the at the restaurant and they have. Uh, the fight and they reenact part of it in this movie. Um, but we tried it. We choreographed tried try to figure out the choreography of that fight and reenacted it in his living room. But the one thing that they carried over, I don't know if I can express it on the podcast, but they do the the hand thing and then they jump and kick uh, like the other person uh-huh. on the other side or whatever. They yeah. Do, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And if you ever get a chance with your friends at home to do that, <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> Cause you like do that. And then you like go back to back and they, they're like that. Yeah. But then they yeah. get say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. It's, it's some, it's, it's some it's, fun, like stuff to mimic as a child for sure. Yeah. Good family. No, movie. <laughs> definitely. I remember um, like the spa scene when they're in that like really short robes mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah, uh, they're like, oh, that they thought, they thought they like defeated everyone. They're like, oh, 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 yeah. And then they turn. Yes. And there's so many more. <laughs> like, oh, no. They just get dropped off <laughs> naked. And I, I guess uh, like they can't shut off the, the streets of China. There's, uh, so I guess they just they had they filmed them doing that and, and running around. Um, but that cut, yeah, cut I, two I, is such the, a funny. All the cars are going off and uh, yeah, the alarms are going off. And <laughs> they're honking. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, and I love in you go. No, you. Okay. <laughs> the um chair uh like movement at the spa where is a Chris Tucker that's like has fallen over it and yes. then Jackie like flips. Yeah, him he's off. like flip me. Yeah. yeah, flip me. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah. And like, the blooper scenes, he keeps like rolling back because he can't like land it straight. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that, right. Oh. Yeah. Is Jackie oh, okay? Jackie always okay. <laughs> yeah. Jackie always okay. <laughs> Dude, oh, God, the, the stamina of that of that guy. <laughs> Man, just and then lines of this movie will just like flash in my head. I'm just like, you bite it, yeah, bite it. Bite it like a little monkey. Something <laughs> like, is just like so funny and seems like it's just Chris Tucker just riffing um, on the day. Uh, but they, right. he goes, they go to China for a vacation is, is the whole conceit. And then it gets into um, other, other stuff. But I like them intru- like introducing the characters, listening to beach boys. And I think my first note was just Chris Tucker's line of like beach boys are dope. <laughs> That's my oh my god! <laughs> uh, I know I'm not gonna. My yeah. first line to my notes is 
Beach Boys, baby, they're dope. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you know they do like the bitch slap you like <laughs> bitch slap you back to Bangkok is my next. Thing. Yeah, I think that one's in mind. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Don't ever touch a Chinese okay. man. CD is you know like the reference from the first one, and they gotta they gotta fit them in. Um, mm-hmm. You ask them to get naked and sacrifice a small goat. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that the kind of stuff pretty great uh and then the other one was like pick up your summer assholes and shave your butt i think as a kid i put the subtitles on way back i'm like what did he say i think it's like pick up your summer assholes <laughs> and shave your butt <laughs> Uh, I just watched my big fat Greek wedding Oof. recently too. And that's like a joke in that. Too. It's pretty, it just works. They tell him they're like, Oh yeah. Tell him this is what it means to say cheers. And then uh, he's like, Oh, he's, your boobs are very nice is what it he actually <laughs> says. And like, Oh, got him. <laughs> got him. It's good. Uh, it's good comedy. Um, it is. <laughs> it's, it, I'm in stitches over here. It's so funny. <laughs> um, they go to God, the, I mean, like yeah. the club, he kind of, he, he brings them to the club is kind of the big, is a big first part in the action scene going up the bamboo. What yeah. do you guys think about all, all this stuff? Chinese bamboo is very strong. I, I literally wrote that down. Don't worry, Lee. Chinese bamboo is very strong. Never they tell. <laughs> that, uh, but it's, that, that's, um, action there is so fun where they're like both holding on to the bamboo and then it keeps going down and down and then it ends up they're just like oh <laughs> just holding on to each other ah oh, just getting into just such funny shit yeah they get it's a really cool fight scene though like this bamboo ladder that they're climbing the whole time right and they, and they're like going in between it which is very yeah it's very mm-hmm. cool visually a lot of that is yeah that whole run up and then yeah the blooper where he just hits his nuts that sucks but when he when he just <laughs> runs up that thing and then yeah that it's just so fluid all of the action i question because i've just seen this so many times i start to just like look at everything i'm like if they wanted to go get away why did they climb up why did they just keep running it's such a bad <laughs> yeah, idea why did they go out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh, but they're like they ran to this point they're like i guess we gotta go we can, there's no way we gotta, we go, gotta up. go up <laughs> no left no right <laughs> Uh, yeah chris becker's like i'm gonna take the stairs <laughs> no thanks uh, and, oh. and like jackie chan's doing the the craziest stuff and he should be the one like freaking out like oh my god i can't believe i have to fight all these people and do all this stuff and chris tucker's doing like the bare minimum and he's like, ah! <laughs> like, just, like yes. freaking out and, like, having such a hard time <laughs> Uh, it's somebody's old chopsticks like shoved up my ass or whatever. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. They just fucking fall and land. It's like not. It's not glorious at all. It's just like I love when yeah, like a buddy cop thing, like yeah, yeah like leap a weapon or or something is then not as not as funny. But uh, when they fuck up and they have to keep like chasing the villain and they just keep on like uh, kind of messing up in their own way, but they pull it together at the end is just. Um, the the basis of it all which has been done in a lot of different movies but the chemistry and those two together just makes this movie yeah a whole nother whole nother level of of a classic and and oh and so funny absolutely Um, so they got to get a massage at this yeah massage Uh another great i don't know another great fight scene they they cut uh fights really well and uh 
Just picking out the ladies Chris going Tucker. into it. <laughs> 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 that, whole, yeah. <laughs> that whole bit. Yeah. You don't drink like, a black up. man at a buffet line. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, the yeah, buffet yeah. line. Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> I'm just imagining all those poor women just having a sit behind there I all know. day long. <laughs> all day long while he's just, yeah. Ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, the whole part of him breaking the laptop and getting up and you see all the guys or all the guys get up behind him but he doesn't notice and, and get back down it's like good building of tension i think the connection between him and his and jackie chan's father lee's father is great i love that as, as a villain like the the father's old partner or daddy and they say mm-hmm. daddy a lot in this movie which i think is funny they do like, yeah it's your it's your daddy and uh, yeah i that's I don't know, just funny that they use that terminology, but they do talk about uh, their fathers a lot in the first one, too. So I like that. It's just a, a part of their who they are is uh, kind of trying to replicate their police mm-hmm. uh, officer fathers and possibly like more successful. Or I remember in the first one, he's like, my father once caught a bullet with his bare hands. I always remember that. What a legend. <laughs> just uh, building up the mystique. And it's yeah, so childish it's, to be like, my dad's better than your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is. Yeah. But yeah, the old partner, um, I think that's a good, great villain. Uh, yeah. I like that. I agree. And it's fun that the story is, is that these, they're not put on that assignment that is the whole plot of the money laundering falls into their lap essentially. Right. Cause I mean, what is mm-hmm. Jackie Chan's ultimate, because he wasn't, or was he investigating Ricky Tran? Ricky Tan, Ricky Tan, yeah. Tan, because uh, mm-hmm. of the money laundering, or was it, it just because the, the explosion at the embassy started at all? The, the explosion, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then, Two and then, and then right. the explosion at the police station, where yeah, he thinks that Chris Tucker died, but then he's just—that's mm. when they're separated. Oh yeah. There's like a brief moment, like I love how it just doesn't get too like mean-spirited between them or they don't have too big of, of a fight they have that moment where he walks out and like lee's uh old clothes where it's like a little too small on him i, I think that's that's funny uh-huh. but, yeah uh yeah and then he, he thinks he's dead for a bit and then they meet up again on the on the yacht when then they have the great like who's on first bit which i think is hilarious or it's like who's dead you said detective you who you <laughs> who's you <laughs> so good so good and that guy who's yeah. uh hung up on the with like the uh, life preserver he's, uh, yeah. he's a background guy in the first one if you look if you note it like oh, and there's really? no it makes no sense why he would be in both evil operations if anything he probably died <laughs> in the first one but they probably just really liked him as a stuntman and kept him around and I always just I'd seen both of them together. I'm like, that's that, that guy's in the first one too. He doesn't have any lines or anything, but he's just one of the one of the stuntmen. Uh-huh. If yeah, if you look close enough. <laughs> if you have nothing wow. else, if you just have seen everything else. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to see, but. I, I love that that guy's just stuck up on there while they're having that conversation, right? Yeah. Wait, we just skipped over the chicken part though. I'm sorry. Oh, he yeah, just has yeah. this like live chicken. Uh huh. Right. Talking yeah. to the taxi driver, and he's like acting like he can't even understand him. And then when he pulls out the wad of cash, he's like, "Now you're speaking my language." <laughs> yeah, and then just leaves him. <laughs> right, the they pull up to the fun. yacht party, and then the yeah. the chicken was in there, and then he's yeah, like, he just don't like, leave. Yeah, don't leave, and then just fucks off immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like there was a part of me 
that yeah it'd been long enough and i was like wait i forget about the tales of the adventures of uh of tucker and his pet chicken man what's gonna happen here i forget and then it's just immediately yeah. chicken gets <laughs> taken away in the in the taxi <laughs> like next scene so i was like oh okay oh, uh, but i'm sure they had the a chicken I want the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the taxi driver and the and the chicken. And the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have their own adventures while the mo- this movie is going on. Yeah, there's um, the stunt thought... getting onto the boat. Uh, oh, just real quick, where he like oh yeah, jumps yeah. on the rope into that styrofoam box. I think that is so such a cool practical effect for like it an is. amazing stuntman to be that able to cool. do that. Also, is your main actor. <laughs> it's just like once a. That's like you can't get that in many movies is have your main actor just pull that shit off. It's so cool. <laughs> I yeah. And it's so funny that it's one of those things that you've never seen before, but just makes total sense why somebody would do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it immediately has a cool factor because you're like, yeah, no shit. That way you can like stabilize yourself because you're <laughs> mm-hmm. like on a little raft kind of thing. Yeah. Looks like something <laughs> yeah. you do at camp or something. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go oh. on the floaty ropes. The floaty ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's too rough with the ropes. <laughs> it's my turn. You have to wait until the, I get to the other side, and then you go. You mess up my turn. <laughs> Some kids are too scared to get on the rope. They're like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to get wet. No, I, I don't fell, like getting I wet. I fell it's in the middle. Game. Now I got to swim all the way back. <laughs> oh, man. This is, God, how embarrassing old. would that be? Oh, man. How was Kim? <laughs> That was good, except I don't know. It's a rope box. Oh. Floaty ropes. Oh, rope <laughs> box. Rope ropes. box makes a little more sense. Floaty ropes is that sounds like a roller coaster type. I don't right. know. That's a better name though. <laughs> floaty ropes. Floaty. I like yeah, that. I like floaty ropes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's that's cool. Cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe like a carnival. It seems like a carnival game. Like gets the other side and you can like win a win a prize. Oh. Okay. Like the, yeah, that carnival game where you do the rope thing, but you're like supposed to do the army thing. You've seen that, right? That's more like floaty ropes, the like the rope ladder thing. That is floaty ropes. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. <laughs> we should totally we do, should that. do that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nearest floaty ropes to me. <laughs> I gotta get on those floaty ropes. Um, gotta get on those floaty ropes. Uh, yeah, I mean the we, yacht. The yacht. Oh yeah. So. Um, Man, what a uh, a fun twist. So uh, Ricky Tan gets killed on the boat. Love this. This I love this. This is like James Bond. I I forgot about this. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do remember the first time I saw the movie, I was like so surprised when we realized that he was actually still alive. I was like, no way. Yeah, Yeah. and it's so dramatic. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's like a an action an action movie can yeah. do this. It's like, oh, it's such a fun uh, reveal. Oh my god, he's been he's been here the whole time. He essentially does like the evil chair turn, like he's like, oh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everything that guy says is such menace. He, he's such good villain. The red dragon, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. the red dragon. The red dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll tell um, you a story about the red dragon. <laughs> yeah. Locking the gold inside. Well, folks, tonight I have found that gold. It is here at the red dragon where everybody is a winner. <laughs> Did you do that line in front that of That was good. Yeah, see? <laughs> you and me, we could do this whole movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's playing Let's Tucker? Who's parts. playing Chan? <laughs> <laughs> 
That should be a stage play. Rush Hour. It's, oh, Rush Hour on that stage. Yeah, like a musical. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or on ice. Let's get Jackie Chan on ice. I wonder if he's done it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. The stunts. Oh. The stunts. Um, the yacht. And then are we back oh, to we LA? Uh, we haven't Bella? talked about what a huge that uh, yes, oh, yeah. yeah so let's talk about the women in this movie i it, think lee is the character name of what is it zang something um like the she's uh, great. the henchwoman she's yeah. like the really yes, straight the henchwoman. Yeah. she's so good she's she's so good because yeah. she's so like crazy and like kind of scary and yeah such a loose cannon and it's uh mm-hmm. it, it makes for pretty tense stuff because you just you don't know what she's gonna do yeah <laughs> I love the well. She's not silent. She just doesn't speak English. There's a moment in the limo I think is really great. Of, sure, of apple. Yeah, apple. The apple. Yeah, and uh-huh. then she fucking throws it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, but there's a yeah, like there, she just is bubbling under the surface too. And I think I like that in a Bond movie. Or that yeah, even the most recent Mission Impossible. There's a character that is kind of a stoic, silent, and I think she speaks French the whole movie. It's the the person who plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy, but she kind of plays that some character oh, where she's kind of like, cool. uh, yeah, she's just she's kind French. of nuts and just really intense, oh. and, uh, and and a henchwoman to the main villain, um, but so good. I, it's uh, and there's been a few Bond Bond movies that have have that as well. Is it Xenia on a top or or whatever? I guess mm-hmm. yeah, she's, yeah, she talks yeah. a lot. <laughs> she does talk a lot, but she's uh, she's like a psychopath too. She's really crazy. Yeah, you know, love it. There's a one where yeah, she like is she bleeding or something, and then she just like eats the blood. Like that's such a classic crazy person <laughs> thing to do in a movie where you're just like, wow, they're yeah. they're so crazy. They or what's eat their own in, blood or whatever. In, in crank or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that uh. What, are you guys are you guys watching Ahsoka? Ahsoka, I watched the first the Star Wars? like I'm an not. episode and a half. Okay, I think there's only three episodes out. Okay, yeah. I'll... But the blonde chick. Yes, totally. She doesn't speak for yeah. That's exactly yeah. She's scary that eyes. Yeah. Type of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like mm-hmm. a, a henchwoman to the that one dude. Yeah. I we don't know who he is yet, but he used to be a Jedi. Okay, you still don't know in third episode. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. What I, what I love about that is like, I don't know if I've ever seen such a beefed up Jedi. (laughs) Yeah. You know how there's like a third person with a beefy Jedi. Beefy Jedi. What does a beefy Jedi look like? He's just like like a body five layer beefy Jedi. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's a five layer beefy Jedi. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. Um, I kept thinking like, cause you know, how there's a third, like a villain with them, like on that team who's like in the mask. And I kept thinking that was the Jedi guy. And Chip's like, no, he's not big enough. I'm like, no, that's him. He just has a mask on. He's like, no, that's not him. Oh, who's so. I'm trying to think of the mask guy that he was in. They were in the first episode, too. Uh, maybe in the second or okay. third. Yeah, but he's on that side. Gotcha. Oh, and there's in there's mm-hmm. the other in the woman as well. She's like a space witch almost. It seems like. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah. Yeah, that's love a good space witch. She's got yeah. space witch energy. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Yeah, I love a good space witch. But I almost feel like that. You could like maybe like see into the future or something like that. Oh, like, like a Benny Gesserit, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Benny Gesserit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you seen Dune? Here's it. 
I only <laughs> it's so long. I've tried to watch it like twice, I think, and I can't get past that. Like that's a good movie. When they get into to. the tent, I feel like that's sleepy time for a lot of people, and I get it. Of like, and I feel like people you should take a little break and then like watch the other oh. half like another oh. another time, and then you can break it up into four pieces when the new one comes out, which got delayed. I know it did. So well, lame. I I do need to watch it. I need to put that you on got some more time. Um, you got more time. Yeah, the movie got pushed back because of the strike. Ugh. I know. So lame. Uh, yeah. So we're. I mean, strike. Push the movie back. Fine. Whatever. But yeah, the strike. Piece. Like as in why they need to do that because the companies that they work for suck ass. Mm-hmm. Just clear. <laughs> Not saying that. Why? Why are they striking? A bunch of babies. No. Opposite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we're clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> uh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, speaking of writing, it's like, yeah, it's it's what makes uh, a fucking I mean, what makes anything, of course, but comedy is just can go in this polarized direction because of the writing and it, it not working for people. <laughs> um, but I don't know. For most of the people on the street and the people I've talked to about this movie, I've, 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 I've been on I haven't, heard a, I haven't heard a bad thing, thing about this movie ever. Uh, I know. But we go to L.A. Me. and we go to Vegas. Like, the, you start in China, you go to L.A. I really love the globetrotting of, of this movie as this well. Film. And that's, like, inherent in a lot of sequels. Ocean's 12, that's another good sequel. Um, mm. Ooh, yeah. Love me some Ocean's They always go 12. to Europe, but this time they go to Hong Kong. Yeah, Asia. Yeah, it, There's a little bit of that, too. We get the dynamics with um, Harris Yulin, that, that guy that's always playing an old man. Uh, that's like the super the red dragon guy. No, 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 no. The the should I do like, the speech again? Police no. guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like yeah! <laughs> the like the police chief. The police chief. Or if yeah. that's what he is. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I the it was you know it's it's fun that they're talking about the relationship between Hong Kong and the U.S. and like all of that stuff because that's still. Um, yeah, that's a whole that, yeah, that whole that's a weird situation. The like who was controlling it, how you interact with that because of the like it's jurisdiction it, Yeah, it's like it's a free country, but then it's not a free country. It's so weird. Um I feel like I just also too watched a movie about that where like what is it, the British are leaving? Can't remember when that happened. Was it in James Bond? I think there was a there was like talk. Tomorrow never dies. Was it that you're talking about the the meteorites of the South China Sea or whatever? (laughs) That's what you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about the South China Sea. I'm. uh, It always comes back to the South China Sea. There's just so much that's happening there. You always hear about what's something's going on in the South China Sea. I swear to God. This time it's those those counter that counterfeit money that that funny money. Which actually that got, you can just e- easily identify by burning. I I kind of didn't understand how why it's so special. If you you can easily just go, well, here's it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. but it's a super a super bill. I think is what they call it. Yeah, they call it a super bill. Oh my god! Right, so that's super bills. They got the plates and super bills. That was like quick exposition dump, and they're making super uh-huh. bills. This is the bad thing that's happening. <laughs> And then they go see check the, out Don Cheadle and then like 
it lights Don up like Cheadle. a fucking sparkler on the fourth of july <laughs> it's like man you can <laughs> smell that shit from a, like when you get the money it's like you open that safe and it's like whoa it smells like gun, <laughs> fucking gunpowder gun <laughs> <laughs> it's all dusty shit <laughs> is that why they're called super because they can just ignite easily i don't know yeah so uh, so they you don't actually, have to get bogged uh, down in the <laughs> oh no it's what happened um i guess is these fake bills used for the movie uh actually in the making of the movie did not get destroyed properly and actually were put into circulation (laughs) because somebody took them to vegas and gambled with them so oh my god wow that's like a life imitates art you could go to big prison yeah they got investigated this is imdb trivia so take it maybe take it with a grain of salt but i was just checking out a little of that Counterfeit dollar bills used in the movie say in dog we trust during shooting. Some extras walked off the set with some of the fake cash and it eventually ended up in a few casinos in Las Vegas. The situation went so of out of control that Vegas. production yeah. was briefly shut down when the FBI subjected the props department to an investigation to, to determine whether or not they violated the counterfeit deterrence act of 1992. <laughs> wow. 1992 big year for counterfeiting. Yeah. Well, what happened then, man? uh so i don't know that was like a that was a fun little tidbit that is fun because that yeah that just seems like something some jackass would do they're like some extra we're in Vegas. Like, yeah it's already shooting with all this funny money or super bills uh, <laughs> uh about the super bills <laughs> i like i like yeah, the, the the little uh don Cheadle scene it's 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 silly in a in a way that's like just I don't know. Don Cheadle is in this moment where, yeah, he's doing the Ocean's Eleven movies as well, and I think he's just uh, stretching his his acting chops into some interesting roles. <laughs> that was yeah. another thing of the IMDb trivia where it said he agreed to do this movie only if he got to fight Jackie Chan and speak Chinese. Hell that was yeah. cool when some he spoke Chinese. Trivia. What was, was his line cool. though? And then they like he was like uh, did they did the matching style? That was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he makes a comment of it. He's like, "Where did you learn that from?" I learned it. From, I can't remember the teacher's name, but he's like, oh, yeah. "That's it." Or it's like, "That's his brother or something." The Crenshaw. Their brothers. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, on Crenshaw. <laughs> no, and then I like the, the line. His, oh no, go. I say I like the line where he's opening the safe because he's like, "Just drop the bills." He's like, "I still got my money from the oh, third grade." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my lunch money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's oh, delivered so well because he looks line. at him like, "Yeah." First you're like, "Of oh, course okay, I don't," you... but then he's like, "Yeah." Not only do I have of that, but I have I do. all of my money yeah. I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then his bit in the um uh bloopers was funny too because uh, yes chris just couldn't see kept calling him uh jackie instead of uh is it it's lee his name is lee, lee god yeah. damn it his name, his, his name is lee god damn it and right, the blooper, right, we're talking a lot about that because they're just so funny but the blooper right before that too when he's trying to kick the door in he's like kick the court <laughs> kick the door jackie okay chris tucker <laughs> <laughs> and he's like kick the door jackie Jackie again? Okay, Chris Tucker just gets me every time because he knows it's wrong, but he still goes through the motion of kicking the door for uh, the bit. He's got to do it for the bit. He's a funny guy. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a funny guy. He's so funny. Uh, and then the other one, yeah, the Jeremy Piven uh, scene at the before they go into Red Dragon 
they got to get some oh. some duds and I, it's a it's a funny scene too crack skin crack skin buttercream buttercream <laughs> crack skin <laughs> just what i said i want to get you into a bubble bath and just spank that bottom or something like yeah. that <laughs> there are a lot of men chasing like, us as well they should as well they should <laughs> Yeah, he's like, we gotta look fly. What is fly? What do you mean by fly? <laughs> His suit's sick too. That um, he gets the croc skin. It's a croc skin suit. No better cream. It looks great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then the the red dragon has a lot of uh, good action in it. The whole bomb in the mouth thing, I think, is just a a wonderful uh, set piece in itself, and and a and a thing that raises the stakes for everybody involved because he just comes flying out of the window. That's already something everyone's freaking out about. Then the, that like the again, raising attention within an action in comedic scene of like, Oh, this poor man fell out of window. Wait a minute. What's going on? Oh my God. And he just starts running around. Then gunshots start going off and just the panic that uh, ensues keeps it interesting place clears out. And then you get some, some uh, duo like head duels head to head stuff. But uh yeah, did you guys like that bomb in the mouth thing and him running around? Trying yeah, to, trying to figure it out. He's like, "Why didn't you tell me there was a bomb in my mouth?" He's like, "I did." I said, mm-hmm. "Bomb." <laughs> <What does that laughs> <mean? laughs> and it, yeah, it's almost like Charlie Chaplin, like Buster Keaton level skill to be able to in, impart that kind of yeah physical comedy without saying anything and. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, and subjecting your face to just tape. I don't know how long, how long that took to shoot and everything. But yeah, you just got to accept that you got tape on your hands and face for that day of shooting. <laughs> Guys yeah. committed. Uh, and um, she like does the whole thing with the button and Ricky Tan like falls off. All that all that stuff closes together well with, with the villain and the henchwoman in a satisfying mm-hmm. way. And they and they ride off into the, the sunset and in a lot of ways going to the the airport at the same time they all got their flights at the same time so they can all go in different directions uh it's just a feel-good fucking movie like all the way through it like is. it never really gets too hung up on anything and what it does get hung up on is just the mystery of a little bit of who done it there's a little bit of the twist of him still being alive love that that keeps keeps you uh going and you're already invested in in that guy as the villain and then to bring him back around in an interesting way and make him even more powerful and in a lot of ways mm-hmm. was a was a cool way to do it and then also i mean we haven't really mentioned it's a fucking tight 90 this is an hour and a half on the dot movie which just doesn't waste yeah. any time and it's so efficient for a sequel when we just did bad boys 2 which is a two and a half hour juggernaut yeah. of a maximalist <laughs> you know fucking michael bay fever dream uh mm-hmm. which is great still but for for what it is uh but this is endlessly rewatchable in a lot of ways yeah. and and the first Absolutely. one as well yeah i mean god i just i love a good tight 90 <laughs> i really really do it because there's not nothing about this movie is really slow Mm-mm. yeah it just flies by you know flies by which yeah it contributes to it being so incredibly rewatchable um yeah you know it it doesn't feel like a com- like a big commitment you can just put this on there's going to be a ton a ton of parts that you can pop in pop out and always have a good time um every time you're watching mm-hmm. it man but yeah, so the end of this movie um 
I was surprised how, yeah, I don't know. It was so touching. They handled the emotional stuff in this movie really, really well. Um, Because Lee and Carter are at odd. Like, they're giving each other shit so much throughout the whole movie. And so for them to have sent to, like, a really just fully sentimental uh, moment with each other to work through a lot of their common issues, like what what a deep connection that they have. Yeah, I was surprised because I forgot how well this movie handles that emotional stuff at the end um the father's badge and everything as well yeah. the father's yeah. badge you know and just yeah the way that like chris accepts the love and the gift from jackie and then jackie like you know really being vulnerable in that moment and um it's great i loved it yeah and the whole like yeah ten thousand dollars and he's the whole gambling scene with him was a lot of fun where too. do you want to go yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want something. Yeah. Always wanted, to, and then like the whole blue for if I've always wanted a square Madison garden. Whatever. Yeah, I've always wanted a square, Madison yeah. square garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. And I yeah is, is the third one in Go to New York? I I I haven't watched all of it, and it's been a long time. But do you remember Kirsten? Because they had that big just like... cliffhanger of like. Guess we're going. Guess we're going to New York, baby. New York. Yeah. Uh, no, they go to Paris. Paris, of course. Gotcha. They skipped yeah. number two in the Europe in Europe to. Mm-hmm. The they Europe. punted it to three. Yeah. <laughs> the cl- the classic two move. They punted it to three because yeah, it's always we're going to Europe. <laughs> China makes more sense. Yeah. China. Well, yeah. One of the trivia things was saying how this movie like premiered on a flight from LA to China or something like that. Whoa, what a crazy Did marketing. It really? Move. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I right? Got, Isn't that so like guerrilla marketing? Yeah. To do that? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, the movie premiered on July 26, 2001, on a single Los Angeles to Hong Kong flight by United Airlines and the Hong Kong Tourism Board. Wow. Uh, and they flew in a United Airlines plane. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, uh, United. The other notes. Yeah, I was just looking at some of the other trivia. If there's anything fun, like Red Dragon and the name of the casino, it's the name of the next movie that Brett Ratner made. It's called Red Dragon. Um, I didn't. I have a note here that I didn't really care for how uh, Hugh Lee dies accidentally. I, I felt like she was such a oh, strong, like com- competent woman and and was such an interesting character that was obviously incredibly capable and like fighting and all this. And then she just like accidentally gets stabbed. And then that's how she goes down. I was like, what the? And that kind of sucks. Because, <laughs> the um, yeah, because uh, just a note before that, I was like, Hughley's a badass. And then, yeah, she just gets impaled. Right. I can't remember exactly how it happened. I think she like, she, like steps Tucker on and- something and then. Yeah, but she still manages to find another bomb. Mm-hmm. I know, right? And walk all the way, go all the way back upstairs somehow. That is her the thing, dedication. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it is her thing. She's a big <laughs> bomb. She's a big bomb. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the other Chris Tucker. It's it. It is kind of like a ripoff, but it is funny too. Where like, yeah, he wins just by complete. Like it's almost like a Mr. Bean sort of level character of right, or Mr. Like, Magoo or whatever. But he gets stabbed in the fucking heart at one point like she wins and stabs him in the heart yeah. and then like thank you benjamin you know the <laughs> money wad saves him so it's just like pure luck that he's only able to like best her um she's uh hoisted by her own spear petard 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll see if there's any other notes I got here. Uh, I am a tourist fool. He's like, act like a tourist. He's like, I am a tourist. Uh, <laughs> flip me. Flip me. Um, no wonder you're mad when he looks at the the, <laughs> the guy's ding dong. Um, <laughs> you'll never understand me. Oh. You're right. Because I don't even understand what you're trying to say to me right there. <laughs> That's like just for, a, uh, Carter's like, what do the triads do? And they're like, well, they torture you for three days and then they cut off your egg rolls. Oh, the oh, hell no. <laughs> he was like down to get tortured, but the second the chopping right. of the balls comes into it, he's like, no. no. <laughs> and then the song that is playing, uh, when the p diddy song yeah man i was yeah the every move you make yeah please oh and then it's like that dance comes back into it yeah Yeah. he's like reminiscing yeah this song is so tight it's so good (laughs) and it's like the song itself isn't a callback, but his move is, and it just works so well for the scene. <laughs> and it's still funny, mm-hmm. too. It's, it's every yeah. note. It's like yeah. emotional and funny. They could have just done every breath you take, maybe, but no, this is better. <laughs> this is better. Yeah. wonder if it was Diddy on the line. That's who was calling Chris. You can call me back at fight. Well, great. You guys want to go through some of these uh, reviews here and then give our final thoughts? Yeah. All right. Let's check out critic reviews uh, from the 51% range. Um, Not huge fans of this movie. Uh, Let's start with LA Weekly. Ernest Hardy gave it a 20. The best parts of this movie occur during the outtakes, which are genuinely funny. The movie proper is insufferable. Insufferable. <laughs> insufferable. Ernest Hardy was sitting there just like, ah! <laughs> 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 insufferable. It's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes me so mad. <laughs> like, I don't think Did you imagine that works a little strong, Ernest. That was dramatic. That was a little dramatic. Yeah, come on. Uh, Matlin McDonough. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) TV Guide Magazine, uh, Matlin McDonough gives it a 40. Should please undiscriminating fans, but it in no way improves on the cliched formula. Mm. (laughs) San Francisco Chronicle of 50, Wesley Morris says... It's a fact that becomes riotously evident in the reel of outtakes that caps the picture and incites wonder about why no one thought to give us 90 minutes of those instead. All these backhanded. Oh, wow. All these like this guy Whoa. just wants 90 minutes of fucking bloopers. <laughs> the most backhanded. That's such a, that is an interesting take, though, because, I mean, we've we've talked about how great the bloopers are. And so that's a, mm-hmm. so what he's saying is what made it into the movie is not as funny as the bloopers. So mm. why, like, why, why did that happen? Right. Is that how kind of what they were saying? Like that was, that worked well on screen, left like a, a good taste in your mouth, maybe walking out, but maybe they hated the movie up to that point and they were just kind of having fun uh, with that. Mm, but yeah. Totally. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. just such a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meh. 
I I feel bad that we're just being like all the critics that don't like this movie because it's in a different opinion than ours is it like an Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. A sad thing. We could have found uh, those people. <laughs> yeah. Contra- contrarian opinion. We're not biased at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, we would have had someone on here that didn't like this movie, but we can't find them because they don't fucking exist. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I'll do one more from the Wall Street Journal. Joe Morgenstern gave it a four. Oh, Joey Morgs. The movie is a counterfeit to a coarse <laughs> imitation of stylish star vehicle for stars who deserve the real thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. He smells his own farts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's go to some audience uh, feelings on the situation with a 74%. Uh, Matthew D gave it a four stars out of five, a little bit better in the positive range. He says a breath of fresh air and in the comedy world, Brett Ratner's action comedy rush hour two breathes new life into the buddy cop genre. Every ridiculous set piece has the ante upped compared to rush hour. Every joke is funnier this time around as these unlikely heroes face off against insane odds time and again. Ratner's direction is sleeker than the first rush hour with many new scenarios, better sets, more opponents and nicer costumes. <laughs> rush hour two's editing and cinematography is clearly better than rush hour. Jackie Chan is still hilarious and cool as ever taking apart foe after foe with whatever is around him. His comedy chemis- chemistry with Chris Tucker is still fantastic. Tucker is bouncing off the wall and chewing up the scenery. His style of humor is so hyper energetic and erratic that you never know what he will say. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are forever immortalized as the best buddy cops thanks to Rush Hour 2. I can always revisit this movie for endlessly for a laugh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's summed it up perfectly. Thorough. They then go, I, was gonna, I, I do like. I cut it off there, but they then go on to everybody's performance and say a little nice thing. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. About every, like almost everybody. Uh, How the deep lo- do they go on the cast list? Uh, after that line, they say, I must mention the lovely Zi Zhang as the sadistic villainous Hugh Lee. Every second mm. she is on screen in Rush Hour 2 is captivating. Her fast kung fu ri- is riveting and her brutal tactics and one-liners makes her hands down the best antagonist in the Rush Hour franchise. You just have to see Zhang in Rush Hour 2 to believe how great she really is here. Then John Lone is excellent as Ricky Tan. His confidence and coolness as the triad boss is highly engaging. His presence is undeniable whenever he's on screen. Rosalind Sanchez is beautiful and fun as Secret Service agent undercover. Maggie Q makes a cameo as a cute girl driving around in Hong Kong that Carter hits on once. Also, Don Cheadle is awesome as the ridiculous character, Kenny. Lastly, Lalo Schifrin's score is more memorable and exciting than Rush Hour. Ross Lamana's story is neat in that it's centered about honor for your family. This makes the police partnership between Lee and Carter consistently more relatable. And all Rush Hour 2 is nonstop jokes and fights for anyone. Stop jokes. Non-stop it's a great fights. review. I mean, I, I've, that is. I haven't had, I don't go through the full critic reviews, but that, I don't know, kind of, if I didn't tell you that was an audience review, I'd almost believe it was a critic one. And it was, uh, was well constructed. Uh, there's, a, yeah, a lot of five stars. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan have done it again. This person says it's the best movie I have seen. Uh, five stars. Another person says the people's champ of action comedy films. Agreed. Great sequel. <laughs> Job well done. 
<laughs> Someone else said. Wow. Uh, personally, I think this movie is better than the first one. The simple reason is that Chan and Tucker going into the movie are already well-established buddy cops, and they throw you right in. The story itself is not as good as the first oh, installment. I like that too. But seriously, that's the that's a benefit of a second yeah. movie. Is yeah. you yeah you, you get a you don't you have to build I, the characters. Yeah, you don't right. Spend you're time. jumping jumping yeah. right in. Yeah, love that. Oh no, I'm just seeing if there was maybe. Yeah, I'll do one more. Uh, funny rush. Yeah. Four stars. These, these ones on Rotten Tomatoes. Some people don't leave their names, but we'll do this one. Funny rush hour sequel starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Now that these two characters have characters have great chemistry and trust each other more. And I've grown to it and I've grown attached to them. I thought in my own opinion that this movie is way better than the first because of better jokes in this movie and just the characters and their buddy cop duo. And it feels that the actors portraying these characters are having a better time than the first movie. Because they know each other and know how to play these characters. I really enjoy that aspect of a movie. Any movie. And I think they nailed it. Times two. Can't wait for Rush Hour 3. They nailed it. Times two. There's some happy, like people. <laughs> some happy people here. They're having a good time. Uh, yeah, man. that's. Oh, I've had a great time me. Yeah, talking about this movie. I Yeah, if I give gauge the discourse between the two camps, I, I don't know. It just seems the critics were not really into them doing another one and didn't find the reason to. And I guess it was just about the humor, not hitting them as well. And mm -hmm. just not, mm -hmm. uh, hitting in the same way. A lot of those were, were pretty ham fisted, just like trying to make funny jokes about it being bad. Um, but I may like picking on a sequel sometimes. It's, I don't know, not picking on, but just it's low hanging fruit. Some of those mm -hmm. comments, it seemed like, uh because it's inherently like um self like indulgent like self-indulgent mm -hmm. to make us second one you're just like well you know mm -hmm. we can't help ourselves this was so successful and it is always gonna uh, yeah sequels are always gonna be somewhat tough with critics however uh well what was it scream 2 that we just did that was a high on the critic yep. score critics like that one but that is it does have a lot of meta commentary about, about movies in and, it, yeah, which like, is more in line with the sentiment of why, why critics don't like sequels in the first place is because of all of the things that are highlighted in that movie. Kind of takes but, a piss out of it. Yeah. Out of sequels mm, a little bit within the movie, even though it's a sequel itself. And yeah, I think see, critics. Yeah. Like that, the one George, Joe Morgenstern guy is probably just like, mm, yeah, it's so, so rife with satire. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this fart smells extra good today. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm down to give our final thoughts. And uh, Kirsten, if you want to start or if you want us to start, whatever you prefer. We're then, talking. Uh, so yeah. If you want to give just some final thoughts uh, about the movie and then a score out of zero to 100 as Rotten Tomatoes likes to do it. There it is. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. All right, zero to hundred. I guess I would give it like a ninety-nine. Hell yeah! Mm. I Hell I could yeah. watch this movie again tonight, and it would still be funny to me. Yes, right, um, absolutely, a hundred percent. I think it's one of my favorites just because it's nostalgic. You know, it reminds me of being a mm. kid and carefree, and yeah, yeah. Those are my final thoughts. Hell yeah! Okay, Brandon, you. Want I don't to know. Yeah, I don't know what else to add. No, we've no, we've covered it. Nailed no, it. No, we've covered it through this discussion, and yeah, I mean. The funny, yeah, I mean, I'm going to pretty much say the same thing. I just, um, I enjoy this movie a lot. 
the comedy still works for me, even though I can identify a particular comedic like lines or bits that are dated and don't come off well. I think they're, Mm -hmm. it's just the overall charisma of Chris Tucker and how I love how just funny and hardworking Jackie Chan is. He's just, he, he, he just adds so much like honesty to this because I think a part Mm -hmm. of like where in a sequel critics get like, don't what they don't like as well about them is it just isn't, it comes off as disingenuous a little bit. You're just like, we're, you know, kind of cashing in, you know, it's like, well, just given, given the people what they want, more of what they want. But um, it's just Jackie Chan to go, it goes so far with me, how committed and how present he is. Cause I think you could also get that too, is where people start to just get to like up their own butts or to, like um better than this um and yeah i never get that from uh jackie chan and which is so wonderful because it allows me to just enjoy the movie even more because somebody else seems to be so committed to making sure that this movie is funny and that i would enjoy it and i would find it really great because yeah all of the action stuff in this movie is and i think the critics would make a point of that of like the action's still good and yeah 100 percent there's so much. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, yeah. We didn't even touch all of this, the action sequences in the, this movie, but it's, uh, it, they're all great. <laughs> so I'll just say that. Um, I love this movie. I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this a 90%. Yeah. I'm going to give this a 90%. On that. Hell yeah. Uh, this was, uh, a, a good time. It always is. Uh, I will continue to come back to, uh, these movies um it's the more i think about it and the thing that i resonated with this most recent time around and maybe seeing more movies in my life since the last time i saw it was it's the perfect action comedy like it as far as an action comedy goes i can't think of one that that can beat it besides maybe yeah like a shanghai noon or something that's more of a western i guess but and the, yeah there's there's others out there of course but i love the physical uh humor and the uh the stunts that are funny and of themselves and also impressive and also push the story along in a fun way um it goes by quickly it never stays too long for a sequel i think that's a feat in itself to to keep you um going in an efficient manner it brings back the fan service stuff in a subtle i think way a subtle enough way that's like not to uh, banging you over the head with like past jokes. It has jokes that I, that you recognize just from this movie that aren't just recycled or rehashed. And they're kind of at like their prime in this. I don't know. Jackie Chan has Jackie Chan has had so many phases of his career, but this point in his career is when American audiences are becoming very, like a lot more familiar with him. And I think he's, as far as that's concerned in this run of his career for American audiences, like, this is kind of at him at his best. And I would mm-hmm. definitely like to join you guys in, in the 90 club. I'm trying to, I'll do, I'll do a 95. I'll do, oh. I'll do it right in the middle. I'll do it right in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, and I wow. think, yeah, some of that, you know, is for going down really is the, you know, some of the racist stuff that just is, yeah, doesn't right. like hold up too it well. Would so be it's almost like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So it just, yeah. it's hard to really like, it has a little blemish on it. it uh, it's not, mm. it's not completely perfect. Um, and it is a movie in many ways about our differences and, you know, racially or, or culturally right. or, or whatnot. 
And so exploring those, yeah, you know, you're going to hit some some rough spots being uh, a 20 year old movie at this point, 20 something year old movie. It's crazy. Um, and yeah. that's uh, that's our thoughts on Rush Hour 2. Kirsten, I can't thank you enough for uh, yeah. blessing us with your first podcast appearance. And I know you're going to be going on the circuit here uh to all the like uh oh, right. all the all the big podcasts out there what are they all those big guys what are they, what are they? What are they? joe, joe uh, rogan i don't know <laughs> going, to, going over to joe rogan now <laughs> yep. no thanks for having me no it was fun i was nervous but i listened to one of your podcasts and it's just like you're just oh, like cool. hanging out for like an hour yeah you know? yes. just like so talking like, jen yeah it's tend so. to be talking the, movies the podcast that we usually like and we've bonded over in our relationship brandy and i so mm-hmm. uh being able to do our own thing join in the mix and we've always yeah i just enjoyed being able to hang out with friends we don't get to see all the time and and just talk about movies which is something we, we always like to talk about um and if nothing else yeah we're we get to hang out and and shoot the shit for a bit and that's really what it's yeah. what it's all about the fact that we're recording is nice too but uh yeah this has been the other for... perfect combination like we started off the top yeah of bro, i'm gonna about. go have pb and j if you guys ever get the chance a grilled pb and j so yes. so good make it grill it i, I have lots of, butter. lots of butter smuckers in my fridge right now yeah i could grill it Ooh. some butter grill it up it's hot the, mil- the melty yeah. peanut butter Ooh, so good can't, can't yum, yum, yum. um and, and then, i'm gonna go make cacio pepe tonight from Trader Joe. No, no, no. Mm. I uh, They have a pre-packaged one. You just heat it they up. They do. I've oh, had really? that. With the sauce and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, now I'm hungry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, join us let's next see, time for uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, our uh, next sequel summer movie. We're wrapping up summer, but we're still going with the sequels. Uh, it is the sequel to... Uh, the Godzilla with like Brian Cranston and, and stuff. He was in it for a bit. He's not in this one. I don't know why I bring him up, but uh, he's uh, he's in the first one for a bit. And then this one has Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things girl, Ken Watanabe. <laughs> and guess who else is in this movie that I just found out, Brandon? Who? Shang-Chi is in this movie. <laughs> She's in this movie. Oh my god, how oh my funny god. is that? We had no idea. We planned, we planned it. We planned we gotta it. Gotta figure out how to say your name properly. But how Zhang, we Zhang get, is we get, in this movie. That's so fucking cool. We get back-to-back Zhang performances. Love Hell it. yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, it's a 42% critics, 83% audience. Uh, we thank you again so much. Chris Kirsten, uh, anybody who's listening to this, if you want to catch us live. Sometimes uh, we we pop up on twitch.tv slash polarized pod to record these. Um, you can reach out to us on uh, email polarize the pod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Or X uh, polarized pod. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> we will see you for Godzilla King of the Monsters. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.